Welcome to Streams of Income with self-help author Ryan Rieger. For the next hour, you'll hear proven methods for how to live the multiple income streams dream. Ryan is passionate about helping others discover their gifts and start their own business. He's published five books, and his courses and group coaching programs have changed the lives of thousands of students all over the world. Ryan's books include Private Label, The Easy Way, Finding Your Grace Place, and his latest, Streams of Income. And now, here's your host, Ryan Rieger. Hey guys, welcome back to the Streams of Income radio show. I'm your host, Ryan Rieger. And let me ask you this, how would you like to outsource your entire physical product business? Well, my guests today have done that. Gary and Gay Mosley are a part of my Amazon Legends group. And they have an RV. They get to travel the country. Currently, they're hanging out with their daughter who owns their runs their prep center. And they have VAs in the Philippines that find deals for them and also purchase those deals and make buying decisions for the business. So all that Gay and Gary have to do is pay their VAs um, biweekly check in on their business from time to time, refresh their Amazon Seller Central account to see how much is selling. Um, and they are literally hands-off. I've never seen anybody have as much of a hands-off business as them. A lot of people ask me, how can I have a passive income selling on Amazon? And I literally say, ha, you know, Amazon selling is not passive at all. Um, and fact, it's very much hands-on. However, Gay and Gary are doing it um, as passive as I have ever seen anybody do it. And it's because they've outsourced. They have a team in place and they've built that team up and are now able to literally just check in on their business and see how it's going. So if that's something you're interested in uh, doing, you need to listen to this episode. And if you're interested in going further with outsourcing, I have a busy to intentional course that where I uh, partnered with my friends, Jimmy Smith and Honey Woods on how to outsource your business, how to create SOPs, uh, hiring VAs and all that. I think it'll really help you uh, move forward in your business and be able to scale it because you got to be able to outsource. You got to be able to be able to work on your business rather than in your business and having uh, help will really move your business forward. And so the link will be in the show notes for that, that busy to intentional course. But here is my interview with the Mosleys. So guys, this is Gary and Gay Mosley. And uh, obviously they have an RV and they get to travel the country, but they're hanging out with their daughter and, um, but they run their business from their RV. And so um, they are uh, very experienced. So guys, why don't you just tell us about yourselves and how you got started selling online? Okay. Um, well, we're both from Colorado's. When we got started, we owned a ranch there. And um, my sister had just survived uh, breast cancer and she had come up for a visit. First time she's seen the ranch since we purchased it. Mm-hmm. And um, due to her circumstances, we'd also just lost my brother to cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, we were all very involved in, um, you know, holistic healing. Mm-hmm. And she came up and had been doing research on different uh, plants and uh, their, you know, healing properties. Mm-hmm. And um, she was just looking out our window one day and and um, visit and mentioned this plant that grows outside. Uh-huh. And um, she said, you know, I just looked this up and this is very healthy. You know, it's got a lot of good properties. In fact, the whole plant uh, was edible. Um, everything wow. on the planet uh-huh. is edible. And so... Um, 
that's kind of where we started. We um, started doing more research uh, based on what we had growing uh, there on the ranch, you know, just naturally. And uh, we started um, selling uh, supplements made from these plants. And so we didn't start the usual way. Um, we started right at Etsy. private label. <laughs> Right at private label. Private label Don't supplements, no, no less. Yeah, and I know the double whammy, right? So, um, so yes, we did. We started there, um, and then uh, we started selling just on Etsy. And then Gary decided we need to get on Amazon, mm-hmm. and that was no easy task. Of course, we had no idea why it wasn't so easy. We got on Etsy, no problem, and um, we didn't understand about gating. Uh, we didn't know anything, and yeah. Gary after about five months of our attempting to join Amazon, he became frustrated. You want to tell him what you did? I just emailed Jeff Bezos. Straight <laughs> up. Told him, you know, cause I, I kept getting the, the runaround. Yeah. Buddy. I kept sending them. I mean, they wanted receipts from my, from our supplier. I said, I am the supplier. I own the property. I own the plants. Yeah. They're ours. I mean, I am the supplier. You know, yeah. they just wouldn't buy it. So then I just wrote this real nice letter and sent it off. And yeah. he, he got somebody to get a hold of me. And then we were <laughs> ungated. So we were good. Yeah. Then That's we said, off. we said later we joined this group and we found out we were gated. We didn't know what that meant. And so um, anyway, now we knew, but it was okay mm-hmm. because Jeff Bezos ungated us. So it was all good. Um, but yeah, that was some of the struggles. And that's one of the reasons why we joined the group is because, yeah. um, you know, going it on your own is, is not the easy way for sure in yeah. this business. And uh, so anyway, it grew and we were both working full-time jobs and um, Gary retired in March of 2017 mm-hmm. uh, to do this full-time. And then I followed him the December of that year. So uh, here we are making supplements, buying supplements. And we got to a point where we had to actually source supplements uh, to be able to continue with that process. And uh, that was really pretty successful. Um, But we also had a personal life that required us to be a little more flexible, a little more um, mobile. And so uh, we did, we, we decided that, you know, we weren't going to be able to continue with our brand on the uh, supplements and that we would need to sell the ranch and mm-hmm. be able to uh, travel to where our elderly parents were going to need us. Mm-hmm. So luckily with this business, you can be that flexible. So totally yeah. did. We switched gears. We decided we were going to do OA and RA and um, yeah. we started that round, you know, went that direction and that allowed us to be on the road. And uh, we still have a couple of private, pro- uh, private label uh, products, but we pretty much steered away because actually we've lost our source for the most part uh, when we sold our ranch. But um, but anyway, we we have found that OA and RA are something that uh, we enjoy doing, and yeah. we're also able to uh, source that out and not have to do it all yes. ourselves. So um, yes. that was probably the biggest blessing in changing directions with our business. That's awesome. Yeah. So we don't really have to go into what OA and RER. Everybody here knows what that is. Yeah. But so let's talk about like, so you're doing that from the road. Um, are you doing the RA too or mostly OA? You know, um, we don't do much RA at all. Uh-huh. Um, but we are in an area where uh, since my daughter's here, I've been showing her some mm-hmm. of the uh, local areas, uh, local uh, 
stores, regional stores, regional stores yeah. mm-hmm. that can be sourced from in case she wants to branch out and do some RA with some yeah. local uh, help you. So um, just trying to show her, you know, some of that. But um, for the most part, you know, if you've got a, a prep center or you've got other people handling that part of your business for you mm-hmm. and you're dealing with the day to day of your account and dealing with the day to day of buying, you don't mm-hmm. have to. Yep. You can, you can, you can pass that on too. Um, and that's what we've done. So we're able to travel. We just have to have good internet, of course. Yeah. And um, you know, we're able to travel and, and we're able to run the business too and not touch product. And wow. uh, that's, that's our goal. And yeah. now that we have someone else that buys for us too, um, we don't have to sit hours in front of the computer and make those transactions. So, yes. so that's been wonderful for us. Wow. So let's talk about how did you, um, about VAs, um, like we can go into that part of it. When did you hire your first VA? What was that first? Um, did you know, like, like to you, what was the purpose of having that first VA and what were, what did they do for you? Um, we were hoping to have them to source for us initially. Um, so, uh, we were actually in Salida, Colorado when we were doing our interviews and, um, internet wasn't great there. Uh And so, um, when we realized we were going to do zoom interviews, um, Gary and I decided we were going to have to do this from the Jeep. So there (laughs) we were. And, uh, we drove till we could see the antenna. We parked under the antenna we're both in the front seat of the Jeep. Oh my God. Um, real professional, of course, <laughs> interviewing these poor people. And, uh, and none of them made a comment. I'm sure they thought they didn't know what they were getting themselves into. But, right. um, but we, we were able to conduct ourselves somewhat professional. And we interviewed for three days. We did that. We drove to the wow. antenna, parked, interviewed. And um, we were lucky enough to find us three people that um, fit what we were, our criteria was. And honestly, none of them had any experience. Wow. Um, so, so um, and that was just the net that we cast. And um, we didn't, you know, we, we didn't know that we would want someone with a lot of experience. That would have been probably nice, mm-hmm. but um, we knew we needed to, to train them the way we wanted it done. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, we ended up with three VAs. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did let one of them go after a week because not everything's sure. wonderful. How many did um, you end up interviewing? Oh my gosh. Who? Um, 15 or so. Okay. So 15 yeah. down to three. Did you, um, what was that yeah. process? How did you whittle it down to those, those three? You know, um, again, English is, you know, we were hiring from the Philippines. So we, uh, we did advertise on that, uh, Philippine dot job, dot online job, online job, Filipino. Yes. Philippines. Mm -hmm. So we did that. And so, um, we had about, I don't know, we had jobs posted and we had 60 to a hundred people reply to each one. Of course, um, we had read up a little bit on it and uh, they had advised us to include something in the ad that they would be forced to read it yes. and then repeat it. And that did weed out a lot yes. of people. And then uh, what we found was the people who responded back to us, you know, flexibility was one of the things because we were going to have to have them work while we were awake while training was happening. Right. So that would be nighttime for them. And, um, but, you know, what we found out later, we didn't know it was such a big deal. We thought it would be a big deal, but we found out later that's what they're used to. 
So they're used to working at night. Yeah. Um, so that was a big hurdle to cross. Yeah. But basically, um, you know, we, we spoke to them and you could just get a feel for who was eager to learn. Mm-hmm. And um, and that was the main thing, because, you know, we we didn't have a lot of people in our pool that were experienced. So we realized that up front. So we said, OK, well, we just need the eager beavers. We need the people who yeah. are willing to learn, who want to expand their knowledge. And that's kind of where we focused. Mm-hmm. And that that is kind of what drew us to the people we end up hiring. Awesome. So you hired three VAs, two ended up making the cut after yeah. a while and yeah. they were your sourcing VAs. They were sending you deals every day, yes. online arbitrage deals every day. Okay. Absolutely. Yes. Every day. And then, um, we also, uh, ended up filling that third spot about a week later after we, uh, decided that we needed to replace one. So okay. we've got three VAs, two of them are related and that happens okay. a lot too. It does. Uh-huh. And then, uh, one is not. And then, um, so they've been working together though. We do have one VA that is kind of our lead and, um, he communicates directly with them. So a lot of the information on daily tasks comes from him. Mm-hmm. Um, and he alerts us to anything that may uh, need our attention, but um, he's also able to uh, to get into our account with Amazon, mm-hmm. um, and we give him more permissions uh, in there as well, so that we don't have to give those same permissions to everyone. Yeah. And so he takes care of that uh, a lot of that day to day stuff for us, okay. right? And we also we also did the account management service you talked yes. about not too long ago. Yes. Mm-hmm. So okay. we we're, we're members of that too. So mm-hmm. so we awesome. got a big a big piece of pie taken care of there too. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys are talking they're talking about legendary VA's account management service where um, somebody will come in and uh, go back on your account. They can go back I think eighteen months and they'll be able to grab all refunds for you and then you do some day day to day stuff as well, like uh, in reports and uh, just checking metrics and stuff. Um so how you had the three VAs so get me to um where you you were doing that for a while. You had the three OA deal VAs where they were sending you deals every day, but you're still buying them. What was that next step? We were like, Ooh, you know what? I wonder if they could just purchase for us and I can even take more off our plate. Cause that's not something most people do every, there's a lot of people watching this that'll watch the replay that they have VAs, they have the deals, deals come in every day and they decide which ones to buy and they make the purchases, but you went one step further. What was that like? Well, you know, in training for the sourcing, they were already doing many of the steps that were going to be necessary to make that final buying decision. So Mm -hmm. what we had to figure out is how do we let them buy for us? Mm -hmm. Uh, We talked about doing gift cards. We talked about, you know, uh, we could do uh, prepaid cards, Mm -hmm. but all of those still would need our input. We would still have to be refilling the cards. You know, there was some follow up with that. So I I guess Gary started searching to try to find us some software that could help us with those tasks and also give us the freedom to allow them to make purchases based on, you know, our criteria that we've already trained them on. And then how do we, you know, once they make a purchase, we have to have a way for them to document that purchase and so that we can trace it going to the warehouse, et cetera, et cetera. So Mm-hmm. Um, Gary got us into, uh, what's called last pass. Mm-hmm. And, um, we were able to get a lot of 
that done with LastPass, with giving yeah. them permissions. In fact, um, if they're sourcing and the way we've got it set up is the guys, um, if they source it, they don't get to buy it. That one of the other members of the team reviews it and does the purchase. That way we have two eyes on it. Um, we don't just have the same person buying and selling. We have two people reviewing it before that purchase is made. Mm. And then also after they make the purchase, then it depends on what kind of purchase it is. Is it something we would consider as a replan? Um, is it something that's a one-off purchase mm -hmm. and they will identify that as such on our spreadsheet. And then, um, then we know we can monitor that to see when that product got into the warehouse, when that product got sold and we can just do some backtracking. Now, more recently, Amazon has started tracking some of that for us and uh, the restock. And so um, we are learning how to use that. And we've given one of our VAs access to it just started this week okay. um, to see if he can monitor that for us as well and keep us abreast of what we need to restock and when. So other than just keeping it on spreadsheets all the time, because those tend to get rather long and lengthy. And yeah. uh, especially we're putting purchases on there on a daily basis. So, so they're doing that for us. And, uh, but yeah, last pass was probably the key, the key okay. for us. Sure. Yeah. And last pass guys, for those of you watching is it's, it's a service that um, you can uh, like if I was their VA and they didn't want to share with me their personal passwords for all their accounts, they could just give me an account set up and I could log in and I would have access to their, their information to their credit cards or whatever their Amazon seller account or whatever. And without knowing their, that password, their, their true password. And so it allows just a safety measure. Mm -hmm. so. Exactly. Wow. Okay. So you, you wake up with deals um, you're used to, and now your VA makes those buying decisions. What's that like as far as um, your involvement when, uh, so it get, then they buy it and then it goes to a prep. It, it used to go to a prep center before you had it go to your daughter, correct? Mm -hmm. Right. 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 And so, yeah. And, and it can do both. You know, I think it's a sure. good idea to keep both, uh, both channels open. She's our mm -hmm. prep center. right Yeah, now. she is our prep center yes. right now. Um, yeah. But yes, um, so basically what that looks like is I have them, we have them buy all together. So they okay. are together communicating through Skype when the purchases are being made. Uh -huh. So um, I can tune into their Skype conversation and I do. Um, and because they usually are doing that in my time between 10 and 1 p.m. Uh -huh. So um, I can watch, monitor their conversations. If they have a hiccup or a problem, you know, I can jump in and give them some information if they need it. Um, you know, more recently, I think after COVID, we found that a lot of more um, software, fraudulent software has been put in place on a lot of the uh, websites that we buy from. So sometimes there may be a code or something that's necessary. So we've got the Google Voice. And they monitor that for the codes and they monitor our email for the codes. So basically, wow. I'm just watching this all happen. Um, and every day it, it goes the same. I well, mean, the, the one that we have that's in charge, he, he has access to the things with the codes. Right. The Google Voice and all that. I don't want too many people to have access mm -hmm. to where they can sure. go away a little bit, you know. So they'll ask him for a code. Or, well, we sent a code and he'll get it. And he'll give it to them. So. Right. Yeah. And then we have a limit set too. I mean, that's important. Um, I can tell you a quick story, Gary, you want to tell him the quick story about what happened? We didn't have limits. <laughs> I, you know, I wake up in the at night and I, I check my phone and I saw some pretty high charges coming across, you know, we kind of 
So <laughs> I start getting up out of bed and Gay goes, what's going on? And uh, I say, well, there's about $600 here. I don't know what they're buying, but I think we probably right? should check it out. So yeah. yeah. So anyway, yeah. It, it, that, that, it was okay, but it, yeah. we got it under control. Yeah, we did. That was about day three. And that was, again, they were buying at night. So um, while we were sleeping, you know, that sounded good at first, but then we decided let's get them all buying at the same time yep. and, um, and then be able to also see those transactions coming through. But yeah, we had to set yeah. some parameters in place, which was helpful anyway. We just, um, you know, hadn't thought that far ahead. Kind of missed that step. In we kind of missed there. that step. So that's, okay. that was an important one. But we implemented it right away. But it brought me out of bed real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Gary was a bit shocked by how how quickly they could spend that money, and um, wow. yeah. So anyway, yeah, that that well, was it would have been okay if it was on a lot of items, but it was just on a few items. Like man, <laughs> right. you know, we're going well, deep here. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We're not going wide enough. Man. No, no. Yeah, yeah. So oh so anyway, God. since then we've definitely got that gauge down to where it's a manageable amount. So. Yeah. But so yes, what's your involvement? So they buy it and it goes to a prep center. You know, what are, what are you guys doing in the business then? Um, we pay them. <laughs> That's awesome. We yes. do. We pay them. Yes. Well, I have looked down a couple of times and I, and I even asked, yes, it, I didn't even know we sold that. <laughs> Did we sell that? I guess so. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Yeah. I know that when we were talking, um, just a few, a few weeks ago, um, there was a, a stretch when I guess you were traveling like you um, and maybe it's, it sounds like it may be back to where that was before, before you had your daughter involved or literally like you would go days or so at a time and not even look at your account. Oh yeah, we really did. Um, well, we liked a Jeep. So yeah. we went to Paladero Canyon. I don't know if you know where that is by Amarillo mm-hmm. went jeeping down in the Canyon. So there's no internet over there. No, yeah. three so days dead silence. We, I mean, we just let them know that if they have a question, we'll get back with them in a few days, you yeah. know, and, uh, yeah. we just hope everything went fine. Yeah. You know? and, and in I the mean, meantime, they're buying and they're finding deals. They're buying them, set ship into your prep center. Oh my goodness. Yeah, they really were. And, um, we got out of that three, three days of, you know, radio silence, so to speak, and there weren't any majors. I mean, that's awesome. They took care of it. They had a question for us. I mean, it, it was a it was a plan, and it, we put it into place, and it actually worked. So we were wow. pretty excited about that. That's awesome. So literally, like, real, if you want to, um, you literally can just pay them and your business runs and you can just check in on your Amazon account every once in a while. And that's, you got it to a point to where literally like almost my title, I said, how to outsource your whole business. Your whole business is literally outsourced other than you still pay them. Yeah, we do. We pay them. And, uh, and we, uh, actually, you know, we do, we do have to look at our account, but I mean, we're not having to, we don't even do, I mean, we've even got them. I got a list of some things we have them doing it's kind of crazy but we have them uh set all of our max purchases amount you know so they can set our max so they you know can't nobody can buy more than a couple of products they do that on the regular um they they monitor our emails as i mentioned so if there's anything that's canceled or anything like that we goes back and resources and researches why it was canceled Mm -hmm. um lets us know if we have to make a, a direct phone call you know, to contact that vendor, that store mm-hmm. to see, you know, if there's an issue. Usually it's just they suspect fraud. Mm-hmm. And that brings us up to another point too, 
and that is um, our VPN. Um, yeah. We have bought them a VPN um, so that they're not sh using a free VPN. Um, that's their usual go-to out there. So, um, mm -hmm. and that just serves to help keep our account information more private. And yes. so uh, they do, you know, log into that every day. Um, they also log into quite a few other softwares that we have that, you know, helps them also to uh, source, but then also to verify uh, before they make that purchase um, that those, those items are still good buy. Cause sometimes they could be sourced, you know, a week or two earlier before we get to the point where they're ready to buy those items. So we just make sure that, you know, they follow through the same process one more time, you know, yeah. before that item is purchased. If it's a, if it's a test product, yes. And same way with replants too, because they don't always stay, uh, you know, viable. So they do check those. And then they'll also make a, we have on our list, how many we bought the time prior. And mm -hmm. then of course now monitoring, you know, our restock will help us determine how many we need to buy our next purchase in, so. Mm. Well, our daughter, and, and she watches that, uh, they share a spreadsheet. Mm -hmm. So whatever they do at night, they have this color code thing worked out. So, mm -hmm. you know, if, if something needs to be addressed, it's gonna pop up in red or something. So mm -hmm. yeah. I, I don't look at it, that, that's them. They do it. I don't. Look. That's awesome. You don't look at it. It's just them. There's a lot That's of great. colors. There's a lot of colors there, though. Yeah. I do have to make sure that the, you know, the accounts are paid. Yeah, we have to make sure we have money in the accounts that they use to buy. And I mean, we don't. I mean, you can set up a, a you know, a parameter as to how much, how much they can spend, you know, weekly or however you want to set it up. Yeah. Um, but you know, mainly is you know they pretty much know where where it all ends. And, and so right. they start the week and, and the end of the week. And yeah. um, usually they have enough money to make it through the week. So, wow. So if you had to give me a list of the things that you guys do in your business currently, what are those? Besides you said, number one, you're paying the VAs every week or two mm -hmm. weeks or whenever they need payment. Okay. What else? You know, we do still check our, uh, our performance ourselves okay you know we do check that to make okay. sure you know there's no heavy gotchas and honestly with the account management service that's helped a lot with that yeah. um, but we just implemented that recently but you know they're taking care of a lot of the uh i guess information that comes through as far as you know now we're restricted so there may be some stranded product and they're notifying us of that and now they're even going in and taking the initiative to uh, have that recalled so okay. we're not doing that anymore we were doing that a week ago so we're not doing that anymore um and then uh, i've got tax jar handling our taxes yeah the sales okay. tax mm -hmm. okay. the ones that the ones that amazon handles, yeah you know, of course yeah. yeah so. so that's it you just pay your vas and you just kind of look in on your account and see how much you've sold and, and I am using the A2X mm -hmm. okay. to work with QuickBooks. Yeah. Okay. So I don't have to go and look, look and try to decipher yeah. all that. Yeah. My, my bookkeeper kind of insisted on QuickBooks. So yeah. I figured I better. Well, I've been doing it a couple of years. I'm the only one that touches it. So No, I don't touch it. <laughs> yeah. So literally, okay. So literally, it's just basically you have to pay your VAs. That sounds like that's the only thing that you really have to do in your business, everything else is just kind of checking, just looking in on it, seeing how it's going, how much we sold today. Wow. Our daughter's really taking care of the eBay too. We've got them, yeah, we've got them eBay for us. eBay. And then she's okay. handling that. And, and <laughs> she takes photos of the stuff, sends it to them. They do the listing and, and all that. So. That's yeah, incredible. 
and send it back there. And that we just started a couple of weeks ago. So okay. um, the eBay part, we didn't want to do any of that either. So they're doing yeah. that and they're actually working, working pretty good for us. Oh my God. Can you give me an idea? Is it okay if I ask like what your, you know, what you make, what your sales are in a month or so, like in this method? We're doing what? Well, right, right now, this, this last 30 days, we're at 65,000. 65,000. Wow. Oh my and gosh. prior, we were at a little over 60. Mm-hmm. So. That's incredible. And, you know, I mean, I have our VA service and I have a VA that pays the other VA. So if you wanted to, I mean, you already know this, you could have another VA pay in the other ones and you wouldn't even have to, all you'd have to do is just look in on your business. Although paying your VAs probably takes what, five minutes a month. <laughs> so. Right. Yeah. It, well, you know, after talking to you the other day, cause I was only doing it monthly, but they seem like they want to know, is it payday? Is it payday? It's like, Obviously, they want to get paid every two weeks, it sounded mm-hmm. like. So I said, do you want to? She goes, well, you know, if you offer that, they're going to say yes. So mm-hmm. I said, well, that's fine. It just costs an extra $15 mm-hmm. for our yeah. three, you know, mm-hmm. a month. So, yep, exactly. But I th- you know, I said, I don't want them going anywhere no, else we don't because they're waiting else. on their money or something. Yeah, they've been with right. us for almost a year. So, <laughs> that's awesome. So we definitely, you know, treasure them for sure. Yeah. So we want to make them happy. Yes. And um, so anyway, they they uh, they did vote. They all voted, and yeah. uh, we are doing the biweekly. Yeah, yeah, we, bi-weekly. Yeah. That's how we pay them too. So, okay. So so yeah. now it's going to be ten minutes a month that you have to work. Oh, yeah, it, it went from five to ten. Five to ten. So I ha- we lied on this. It's not actually outsourcing your whole business. It means we should have said how to work only ten minutes a month. There you so. go. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> that it, just, would. it just depends on what, how much you want to be involved yeah. and how much you want yeah. your other people. It's, exactly. it's hard to let go for people that have control issues yeah. like me. <laughs> so, <laughs> wow. I mean, it is, you know, when you, I want to, I mean, I know every charge that goes on because it goes across my phone Yes. Yeah. and the Skype is on my phone. So if something goes crazy, yeah. we know it, but we don't have to get involved if we don't want to, That's unless incredible. it's just crazy. Yeah. So. And our daughter's getting better and better in knowing yeah. the business. So mm-hmm. I think uh, currently she doesn't have a job because she sold her house and uh-huh. and everything. And, and she's in an RV also sitting wow. right next to us right mm-hmm. now. So yeah. yeah, we talked about the sourcing, uh, verifying sourcing, verifying quantities. Um, and that we were using kind of a formula for that when we were testing out our replens. And what about the second buy? How many do we buy? That was their question. Mm-hmm. And um, so we worked that out, but now we're also trying to utilize what Amazon is already sharing with us and foremost about our replants. So we are trying to utilize the information that's available. And I don't know if anybody said uh, they've been watching, but there's a couple of guys in here that have been very successful in utilizing that information and growing their business. So we look forward to doing that same thing for us. Mm-hmm. And uh, then, you know, we make sure that everything beats the meets our buying criteria prior to the purchase. So again, if it was sourced a day or two or a week or two before, we want to make sure that's that's still an appropriate purchase. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they create accounts. I mean, like if they source something that's from a store we've never bought from before, uh, our one VA that uh, does all of our work for us, he'll go in and uh, he'll create the account. And he'll make that first purchase because a lot of times you can't create an account until you actually make a purchase. He'll do all of that for us. And then he'll share that information into LastPass. And then we're able to share that with all the other VAs. When he creates that account, we've given him access to one credit card number. So he can enter that if they don't use PayPal. Okay. I like to use PayPal because just one credit card, you know, 
can handle a lot of purchases. Now he goes in, he, he puts all of our information in there, the shipping. Um, I've got it set up on LastPass where you can just hit a button if it, if it recognizes it. And it fills in my name, my address, mm-hmm. all of it with just a click of the button, fills in the credit card info. It'll, it'll do it all. That's it right there. <laughs> and then once we've bought everything, um, they do, you know, like I said, share that spreadsheet with our daughter. Uh-huh. And um, right now, you know, they'll monitor for completed purchases. And then after 30 days, if for some reason um, something didn't come in, mm-hmm. uh, we especially experienced that during COVID too. Sure. But, you know, still every once in a while, bad weather will happen and we won't get something that comes in, it gets lost or whatever. So after 30 days, um, they'll go back and look to see if any of those processed uh, payments, you know, if they pay- process the payment, we didn't receive the merchandise. So that's really a nice thing to go back and follow up on. And then, um, like I said, they, uh, they create listings on other platforms now. So we're doing eBay, uh, letting them do that for us as well. And then, um, so to get, get things really started, we kind of included this list of things. These are the uh, products that we use, the software that we use to get them everything they need to run our business. So we have the VPN, of course, and our LastPass, of course, Kiva and RevSeller. And I don't know if you're aware, but in RevSeller, um, you can set up parameter settings. And so we have them uh, download a setting so that every or upload really a setting into RevSeller so that um, when they are checking to see we have our average cost of shipping, our average tax, those, those things in there in place. So that um, when they're all looking at it, it's all apples to apples. Um, you know, one of them won't think it's a good buy and the other one won't. So they're all their parameters are set exactly the same. And, uh, and we, we change that periodically it just depends on, on, uh, you know, what situation is. Mm-hmm. Um, we just recently got a UPS account. So some things mm-hmm. changed uh, regarding our shipping costs. And then, uh, of course, any any cashback. And that was another thing, too. We had to train them how to do the cashback offers. Oh. Um, you know, if they're buying on a, on a uh, site that has um, cashback mm-hmm. or, um, you know, things like some stores have cash bucks, different things that they promote. Mm-hmm. And you can have discounted discounts, $5 off, $10 off received an email. So anyway, they uh, process all those and make sure they utilize those when they make the purchases too. Uh, so that no money is left on the table. Wow. You got IP alert, DS, Amazon, QuickView, and Helium 10. All right. For some of those take a little, you have to pay a little extra to add extra users. Yeah, we so. do. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Well, are you ready to take some questions? Bet. All right. So um, we a lot got quite a few here. So Ryan, also Vitaly, are asking kind of the same question on this one. Um, how soon until you gave the lead VA access to your account? How fast are you able to trust him? Well, you know, on that, I, I'm going to say we did take a little while for that. But and now that looking back, I don't think it was necessary. I think if you have one person that has the access. And like Gary and I mentioned, Gary mentioned, we have all of our transactions for the credit card go to our phone. So we get notified every time there's a transaction. Mm-hmm. So we're able to view that on an immediate basis. And I don't think that they would be able to process too much mm-hmm. um, before we would catch on only because, you know, we see those transactions as soon as they happen. Okay. Um, if you don't have that kind of access to your account, then um, 
you know, you might try it with a few stores at first and then um, expand that. But you can also put a limit on your card too. how much you spend a day. So yeah, you can't go crazy. Mm -hmm. So yeah. And maybe you trust them first with a prepaid credit card. Right. You know, maybe you start there and if that goes well, then you, you know, you graduate up to, uh, you know, something like LastPass and give them a credit card number to work with the other VAs. I mean, the credit card company seems to kind of know when something is fraudulent. They've been pretty good about it because, mm-hmm. you you know, we start buying from a certain amount of all these different stores and they, they see the same thing, come the same name. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden something else pops up and I get a fraudulent thing. Yeah. And I say, no, that looks fraudulent. So, you know. That's awesome. Okay, so standard operating procedures. Vitalian wants to know, did you make an SOP to train the VAs? And Jonathan's asking kind of the same question. How did you train them? Yes, we have several. <laughs> um, the first, you know, again, I think you have to start with your purchasing VA. They need to know how to source mm-hmm. um, unless you're just doing the purchasing and they're just, you know, they're the last step. Uh-huh. Um, we right. chose because... Sometimes purchasing can take a while. I mean, it can take a good chunk of your day, depending on how much you're doing. Yep. So, um, so yeah, I think I think you could do that with, um, you know, you you can have the SOPs show them just about everything, and you're going to have some training, of course, with your Keepa. Um, you know how to read. And we you notice we had Helium Ten. Um, we have them all. All of them have Helium Ten. Um, there's a lot of data information that we like for them to check before they make purchases and different things like that. And that's all available in that process and that program. So, um, we do have a lot of that, uh, shared with them. So that has an SOP, We've how been, to use it. We made multiple videos and multiple so it was videos. videos. Okay. So yes. Jonathan's asking, was it, uh, so it was mainly videos, not written down. Well, we did or- both. We first, we did videos and okay. we asked the question, we said, are the videos better or the handwritten better? And they uh, said both. Okay. <laughs> we like both. Okay. Both. So what we did is actually my daughter's pretty handy, as you can tell. And she went ahead and um, put the words on the screen. So okay. explained the movements that we were making. And that way they could see both at the same time. So depending on how they learn, you know, if they're more of a visual learner or if they needed to read the word, but also see where everything yeah, is yeah. on the screen. So actually we've got several of those. This is awesome. People are loving this. Okay. Um, on the SOPs, um, Jonathan's asking about the best way to write them. Um, it says content structure, depth of content. Like how, like if you're writing one out, what does it look like? Is it very, very, very detailed or is it high level, you know, or is it like every single little step? Well, well at first, you've got to know how to do it yourself. Yeah. Yep. Or somebody whoever's writing the SOP needs right. to be, needs to know how to do the process. Right. And it's going to be detailed in the beginning. Yeah, it and is. And then you're going to then you're going to cut back a little bit, you know, after you after you get down to the 10th version or whatever the ver- number of versions you you go through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and what we found is when we were detailing certain processes, um, it was a similar process to something else that we had described to them earlier. Mm-hmm. And so we were able to combine some of our SOPs later with due to their experience. Okay. And be able to direct them to a certain SOP that had maybe all those steps that now they are familiar with the little steps in between, but they also now have one source. They don't have to go through the whole library of SOPs, mm-hmm. if that mm-hmm. makes sense. 
they're able to say, oh, I know that's part of this process and I know where that is. So they can go and check that. And that's all shared in our Google Drive. So they have access to that anytime. That's awesome. All right, Vitaly's asking, how do you do bookkeeping? And how often do you check your profit percentages to make sure your margins are still good? Inventory lab. Inventory lab. Informed. Informed. Okay. Yeah. Run a report anytime you want. Yep. How often do you do that? I don't, I don't look at one informed maybe every week. I don't know. Once a week. Is that yeah, okay? That's okay. That's good. Once a week, probably. Well, I actually have got my daughter where she's getting into informed and she's doing all the inventory lab. Uh-huh. She's, she's doing mm-hmm. all the, you know, the shipments on there and yeah, the M- MFN. Mm-hmm. So she's pretty much dealing with all that. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But I mean, you can have anyone, you know, you can have a person who does that for you, sets up your shipments, et cetera. I mean, if you were using a uh, prep center, you know, a lot of that, you would do some of it on your own, but a lot of right. that finished part, they would do themselves. So, you know, that's, right. that's another way that you can delegate to. Vitaly wants to know, do you pay the VAs the by the, sorry. Go yeah, ahead. go ahead. Do you pay the, pay, pay no. the VAs by the hour or on commission? If I remember correctly, you guys just, they're, they're on a flat fee every single month. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, they do have an hourly rate. And um, on occasion, we'll offer them if they want to work extra, um, mm-hmm. you know, they, they can. Um, and then if they do, then, you know, we pay them those extra hours. But, uh, yeah, we, we have an hourly wage, and they're not all the same. Sure. Um, you know, our main VA, he gets paid a little bit more than the other uh-huh. two. And, uh, but we've given them raises on, you know, pretty regular basis. We try to adhere to what they're accustomed to. Yeah. Um, I know you talked a little bit about that, you know, with your conversation with your VA and, yeah. and, um, so yeah, I mean, you know, we try to be aware mm-hmm. of their needs as far as their culture. And, you know, like I said, at first I thought they'd be wanting, I kept trying to get everything scheduled so they could work during their day. Mm-hmm. And I did not realize that that wasn't a goal for them. Their goal was to continue to work in the evening so they could spend their daytime hours with their family. And, um, you know, that came with, you know, saying, Hey, you guys have almost got us figured out where you guys can work, you know, and they're like, okay. And you can tell they don't want to disappoint, but you could tell that wasn't on their, on their wish list after all. So, so we, um, we just let them decide when they want to work, when they have to do that time together with the buying the other time and they're sourcing or anything Uh else that they're doing, they can do that whenever they, they, they're ready to do it. That's wonderful. Are you comfortable saying what, uh, on average, what you pay them? Karen is wanting to know that. Um, average. What does it run about 400, 500 a month between four and 500 for them? Are you, you mean each? No. Yeah. Each. Oh, I was going to say you don't pay the bills. Do you? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> between the three of them, it's about, it's between 14 and 1500 a month. Okay. Yeah. Total that you pay. So divide that by three. So, Four to five hundred dollars a month. Each and then, month. then you got a few fees in there, you know. Sure. But yeah. All right. Uh, Tasha wants to know how. What do they use helium ten for again? Well, um, on helium ten, I don't have it pulled up right now. But um, okay. when you go into helium ten and the extension, uh, when it comes up on your screen, uh, there's a data area, and also we like to use helium ten to determine how many cells a month. There's a lot of programs out there that will give you that information. Even, you know, uh, Keepa will. Mm -hmm. Um, But that information seems to be, I think, 
uh, more accurate possibly with helium. And when you're looking at your replans and what you want to purchase on the first, uh, you know, after you've done a test, mm -hmm. um, we have them use that information that's in that extension under okay. data and then um, x-ray. So we try to have them review those areas and the product first before we make a buying decision. Okay. Um, Kim wants to know, what is your minimum ROI to account for prep center fees? Yeah. Um, I don't know that we have it. Like I said, a minimum on per product. Is that what we're asking? Because um, um, we have like a lot of people ask for you know, try to get like you know one hundred percent or fifty percent. You know, if you spend ten dollars, you want to make five, make it fifty percent. Or yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, the wind just picked up. Gary's got to pull in the awning. Oh, no, sorry. That's all right. <laughs> Life goes on, right? Um, I don't. You know, we have our our product line. I mean, we have some products that are two hundred dollars. Okay. And then we have products that cost us. $8. Our average is between 21 and 20. Well, average is 21 to 24. Okay. Every week when we buy. Okay. So if that helps answer but, that yeah, question. But in, helium, certain, uh, mm -hmm. but in helium 10, the ROI is showing an average of between 35 and 50. Is mm -hmm. pretty good. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Depending on the product, you know. Mm -hmm. Wow. Some products we do better than others, but others, honestly, I think you have to feed the beast. Yes. And so if you don't have products that turn over quickly, it affects your account. Yes. So you can't just hit the big hits and go on. You have to have some little trickles too that turn quickly. Yeah. And they help pay the bills too, you know? Yeah. 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 If you could if you get More. enough small ones or you're only making a dollar or two an item after your expenses. You don't have to have a whole lot of those to cover your twelve to fifteen hundred dollars you're paying your VAs a month. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because Edward's asking how do you how do all these costs impact your margin overall? I mean, mm -hmm. it sounds like you're still doing really well with the VAs, only being at fifteen hundred dollars a month. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Um, Kim wants to know: Were you at sixty k a month in sales when you started the outsourcing to VAs, or did that having the VAs allow you to get to that level? It allowed us to get to that level. We were probably on average 30. Okay. When we first started with the VAs. Wow. Yeah. I'd say, yeah, I'd say 30 because we were doing all the buying and I mean, we were spending a lot of time. This 43 foot motorhome was doing the prepping <laughs> and uh, everything. Wow. And when it got to a point to where the nights were getting kind of long, we decided we better get somebody else. And then we need to have more fun. You know? yeah. Yeah. Fun, yeah. Fun, had, fun was no fun. And, and right, even though right. we have a lot more free time now, we've doubled our business. So I think we made the right decisions and way we went as far as getting help and, and what help we got. Totally. We did. Wow. Vitaly wants to know, are you thinking of scaling even more, hiring more VAs, expanding the prep center? Yes. That's awesome. Um, well, the, uh -huh. where we put the prep center right now is, is a relative. It's, it's my parents and they're, and they're in okay. their age. They're, you know, and we're, I mean, my daughter, somebody's here watching them, you know, so, mm -hmm. and they've got a 60 by a hundred building that's got electricity and concrete floor, you know, the whole work. So, um, so we're renting a section of it. My father-in-law yeah. on the other side, plus we have an aviation business too. So wow. um, we have a lot of stuff going on right in this yeah, little square seat. <laughs> right. <laughs> And our little postage stamp area, we have a lot going on right now. 
Yes, you do. Um, Kim says, was the goal of hiring VAs to grow your business or kind of, kind of uh, went over this in a second, just a second ago, but was it to grow your business or simply maintain your existing monthly sales without you having to do the bulk of the work? You know, at first it was because of our circumstance, because we had such a small space that we were working Mm -hmm. out of that led us to hiring help. But once we hired them and realized it didn't affect our bottom line negatively, like, you know, we thought, okay, well, now we're going to have to split our profits. You know, now we're not going to be making as much. It didn't do that at all. In fact, we got the time back and our business grew. And I think the business grew because we were able to review what we were doing in our business, some of our choices Uh we had made, some of the choices we had put out in the future. Uh And we were able to go ahead and do those things now. And, um, you know, like, you know, for example, our eBay thing, that kind of happened. And some of the things, because we're set, you know, we're put, stayed in put for a minute. um, We said, you know what, let's try to get on Walmart and let's try to get on a few other, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, platforms as well. So that gave us time to do that. Otherwise, we would not have had time to explore those. Sure. Wow. Uh, Kim wants to know who fulfills your eBay orders and what percentage of your sales are on the non-Amazon platforms? Well, like I said, we just started the um, the last two months. Mm -hmm. Uh, What is eBay doing? About two? Mm, We're doing about 3,000 About three now. About 3,000 on eBay. We've been doing it a couple of months. Um, we're not buying specifically for eBay. Um, we are selling those items that, you know, I don't know how involved most of these people here have been here a while. So, you know, we've been getting some stranded. We get, we, like I said, we were pretty heavy in supplements now supplementing their issues, um, Mm -hmm. toys. Uh, we were pretty heavy into toys. So, um, and that was another thing too, you know, all things had to come back from Amazon. We had to have another way to get them sold. So that's yeah. when our eBay came in. So that's pretty much what we're selling on eBay right now. It really wasn't okay. that we were going to go eBay, let's go. It was more of where do yeah. we sell this product? And yeah. hey, you've been talking about doing eBay. Let's do it. Uh-huh. So that's kind of how that yeah. happened. And your daughter fulfills that for you? Pretty much. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, we've got, a, we've got some help for her. She's not just doing it by herself. Okay. Uh, we do have a help. He just started this week though. Okay. <laughs> so, so anyway, we do, You're we have another them. part. Yeah, we are. We have another part. Of, and believe it or not, his parents called us today uh-huh. and want to know how they can get into Amazon. Oh, that's awesome. I love it. <laughs> so, wow. so I was emailing him right before we started trying to get yeah. him some information. I sent him the link to Jimmy's book. And yeah. so anyway, we may have another, uh, another seller in our midst soon. So that's awesome. Very, very cool. Um, Arlene wants to know, are you a, are you monitoring their time? You know what? Um, we've had VAs before this business. Uh-huh. We had used VAs as a, um, blogger for us for a while. Mm-hmm. And we had started her out with that system that they do have. They do have a system. There is a program that you can monitor them and they basically take snapshots of them in front of the computer. That might be what she's referencing. Um, and we did that mm-hmm. and um, we didn't do it with our three guys. Um, we know it's available. And if we feel like we need to, we can certainly implement that. But um, I think it's more of a trust thing. Um, you know, they're, they're very good people. Yes, you know, they are, they are very right. good people. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I feel better trusting them until they give me a reason not to. Yep. And um, they respect that too. Um, we've never had that on any of these VAs. Like I said, we tried it once and I don't know that the result was really anything worthwhile. Right. And I think it diminished our relationship. It does. I totally well, agree 100%. Well, I think know. if production went down or something, right. we would have to yeah. think something. But mm -hmm. Yep. I love that. So Ryan Winston, are they working full-time then? And they does full-time mean 40 hours a week? Yes, okay. they do. They, all three of them do work 40 hours and they always have. Yep. Um, and that was because when we went to hire them, they were looking for full-time work. Mm -hmm. And um, we found that when we were interviewing, we would interview some that wanted part-time because they were already working for someone else. Mm -hmm. And if you want to have them trained, and doing things the way you want them done. I don't think you can do that and then work 20 hours for you. And then they work 20 hours for someone right. else. Yep. Hear you. Um, Vitaly. So do you have them wait a week after they source the product before they buy it? No, not necessarily. Okay. It just kind of depends on where we are in the week and what we're buying. Okay. Um, you know, if they sourced it, and I mean, a lot of it has to do with the way they read Keepa too. I'm sorry, but yeah. um, you got to read Keepa. Yeah. And if it looks like this was a sudden drop in Keepa, mm -hmm. we don't want them buying it. Yeah. We want them to wait it out um, because That's we don't right. know what happened just then. Um, so they'll source it and it looks like a good buy. And then all of a sudden something may have changed on Keepa. We don't know what it is. We can't explain it. Um, so, and we, and the price has been steady up until that point. They'll put that in an, our, you know, they'll put it in the spreadsheet and they'll mark it out for a week or two, and then we'll go back and review that. So not everything that they source that day is going to be bought that day, because yes. sometimes there are some things you have to monitor for a minute yeah. to recognize any issues that, you know, I don't want to send something up there and find out that um, all these people were getting told that it was restricted and we were able to get on it. And then our stuff gets up there and now it's restricted ASIN. And uh, Amazon's about to start selling it. Right. Oh, I hear you. That's good. Uh, you see. So if you're using Inventory Lab for accounting numbers, does that mean all your expenses from all parts of your business are entered there? Yes. Okay. All right. Jonathan, do you give any type of incentive for performance or is it strictly monthly? I don't think we do. Um, I don't think we ever have. Now we do offer, um, you know, they're both getting, they're all three actually, two of them for sure are getting close to a year with us. Mm -hmm. And um, we did also do the extra month pay uh, month. last year, yep. um, the December. Mm -hmm. So what that means is that um, if they work a full year for you, mm -hmm. which they hadn't, so we prorated it, mm -hmm. but um, in their, in their environment, when they work there at home, they get paid for 11 months and then, uh, or 12 months actually, and they get an extra month. And that's kind of like a Christmas bonus. It's not a it Christmas, is. a yearly bonus, but they get it yeah. at Christmas time. Right. So that is probably the only bonus really. Um, you know, they're happy to be able to work from home and the hours that they choose, the exception of the three hours of buying time. Mm -hmm. And that they're happy. I mean, they're happy. We're happy. So um, we don't have to offer incentives, I guess, as far as I know, um, they get their work done. They each have different tasks that are assigned to them as well on top of, you know, the sourcing and the buying. Yeah. And, um, you know, like I said, we have somebody who monitors our uh, marks up our uh, maximum purchase numbers. Yeah. We have somebody who goes in there and reviews 
um, you know, our restock. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that they do on top of everything else, but they get it done. So I don't think there's a performance problem yet. Yeah, I don't think so. I agree with you. And it, you're right. It is. It's a huge bonus for them to be able to work from home. Um, my VAs tell me that all the time. They're just so thankful that they don't have to go to that old job that they used to go to. And um, especially if they're in the Manila area, I know you said yours are not, but if they live, the traffic in Philippines is horrendous, especially in the Manila city. And so one of my VAs that he had to drive two to three hours each way to a call center job, and he made less than he makes now and he gets to be home and be with his family. So it's huge, huge, huge bonus to be able to not have to fight that traffic. Oh, that is awesome. Um, what selection criteria did you use to select the VAs from everyone who applied? Uh, obviously, you said you put in that secret word or something where, you know, in the in your uh, application, you know, write purple monkey in the subject line or something crazy like that. Um, and, and then you interviewed them face to face on Zoom. What else did you, what other criteria? Well, we wanted to make sure that they were available 40 hours. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we wanted to make sure that if they were working another job at the time, because some of them, you know, do have multiple jobs, especially if they haven't got a full time job. If they did, um, we wanted to know what it was and if they intended to continue with that. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was also uh, something that was important to us. Um, we had kind of a sheet we had, I don't have it with me now, but I had kind of a cheat sheet. I went on YouTube and I found out all kinds of information as far as, you know, what to ask. And we kind of made a sheet and they all got asked the same thing. Um, and is there anyone else? Oh, internet. That was another big thing. Okay. I'm just coming back to me. Okay. Do you have, uh, trustworthy, yeah, trustworthy internet? Do you have your own computer, not borrowed? Um, because we do have one VA that had one borrowed for a while. Um, which we didn't know up front. Which he didn't explain to us. He said, yes, I have a computer. And that was the question. Do you have a computer? Yeah. So um, I would say they own their computer. Um, what kind of VPN do they use if they have access mm-hmm. currently? And um, have they done any kind of distance working before? Mm-hmm. That's helpful, too, because there is still, you know, there's a little bit of... Um, work to get online and get Skype started and, you know, those kinds of things. And we worked them all, you know, walked them all through that, but um, all three of them were enough computer savvy to be able to do all of that with very little problem. And I honestly believe that they went YouTube if they didn't know how to do it. That's awesome. Yeah. But there is some, there is some internet issues over there. I mean, one lives on the East or or something Mm -hmm. and the big rains and stuff really, really mess with it. Yeah. So there are times where they're not going to have internet and we just ask that they communicate that with us if they can. Um, and there's probably, I'd say out of a month, maybe one day a month, one of them's going to have issues. Yeah. And the other one just steps up and just, well, we'll handle. Right. Yeah. They they'll really get on good. the list. Yeah. Know? They'll get really good. That's the awesome. two brothers, especially they communicate, I guess, phone or whatever they can. Yeah. And he goes, Oh, well, you know, he doesn't have internet today, ma'am. Or, you know, they've had a, a, wa- a rain you know, a lot of rain and it's bad internet. And, uh, you know, so I get the information one way or the other that they're not going to be available. And then um, the other two who are available, they'll go ahead and pull the load for the third. It, it works yeah. out really well. They, they take care, care yeah. of each other too. Wow. 
That's great. Um, I think this is the last question we have right here. We might end it after this. If you guys have other questions, just post in the Facebook group. Um, you can tag them. Kim wants to know, so if you had VA start full-time from day one at $1,500 a month, so you divided by, by three, obviously you had three at $1,500 or so. I'm assuming that had to have taken a significant share of your profits. How long did it take to bounce back from that dip and then outpace it? Well, we didn't start them off at that price. That's about what it is now after a year. Okay. Yeah. Um, we started one of them. The lowest one we started was at $2 an $2 hour. An hour. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, the other one was two fifty, and one of them was maybe, or both of them two fifty, two seventy five, maybe two seventy five, two fifty, and $2. Okay. Um, and that was kind of just based on one of them is it's his first job. Um, he had yeah. done some work with um, tactical arbitrage. Um, he's, uh -huh. he's 19 now he's 20, okay. but he was 19 yeah. at the time. And so he told us what he wanted to make. He told us he wanted a dollar 80 and we rounded it up to $2 and, you know, yeah. so, you know, it's what we did. And, and, um, but now, you know, they're all, you know, been having raises and every six months, we, at least we give them a raise. Uh -huh. And, um, the one that's a lead, we uh, gave him another raise and probably are about to do it again because we're going to, um, have him do some more training on the eBay stuff. And, um, so we probably are going to give him a bump and pay so that he can train the other two in what he's doing now. Wow, man, this is awesome. Um, we had a ton of questions and I'm sure there'll be more that come up from the replay. Um, any other advice you'd say for people who are most of these folks, I, I, I can probably guarantee there's nobody that's has their VAs buying for them. So what's advice for those folks that um, are thinking about getting a VA or that maybe have some VAs and love to move towards this step? Now, one thing I want to add is, is we're, we're kind of lucky because we did retire. So we got retirement. So we've been, you know, putting back into the company pretty much, yeah. making a whole lot out. We take some, yeah. but not a big chunk. So, to answer that one question, how did we handle, you know, going from nothing? Well, we were doing all the work and we were retired. So basically the money was there. We just started paying it to them instead of sure. you know, putting it back into the company. We just, yeah. that, that may cut down on our purchases a little bit, yeah, but then we do bounce we, back pretty quick. We had to adjust in the amount of purchases we were making, uh -huh. um, you know, and that, and that, that can be done. I mean, you know, if you're, if you're, goal is to spend you know a certain amount each week and you know that you're going to spend four hundred dollars that month on a va well so you don't spend an extra hundred dollars a week on your budget there's right. your four hundred dollars you've not changed a thing other than what you're sending up to amazon yeah but you know yeah. you'll turn over that money that you sent to amazon in this last shipment and there'll be some profit there for you to reinvest in your products yeah. for the following week so or however often you purchase yeah. So, I mean, I think you can make it work without really thinking about it, without feeling it. Let's put it yes. that way. That's awesome. Well, guys, thank you so much for doing this. This has been enormously helpful. Jonathan said, this has been awesome. Thank you, Gay and Gary, for sharing your time. This has been super helpful. So, um, cool. yeah, cool. appreciate your time doing this. And uh, thanks for being a part of the group. So, guys. All right. All right. Appreciate it. Thanks. Good night, everybody. All right. You too. All right. Bye. You've been listening to Streams of Income with self-help author Ryan Rieger. 
from right here in the Dallas Metroplex, Ryan teaches several entrepreneurial courses and group coaching programs to students all over the world. Be sure to listen next week at the same time for Streams of Income with Ryan Rieger.